Hello, you're welcome to my podcast. This is Touching Life 247 with Dr. Abraham H. Gaga, your regular host. And today I would like to speak on the topic, the case for the transgenerational church. If you have not been uh, able to um, listen to uh, my podcasts in the past, I have made about uh, five episodes earlier. And this is an episode that I want to use to cap it up. If you have not listened to them, go back and and listen because it will help you reconnect with um, the case I am presenting today. So what is my case for the transgenerational church? One is that the family altar, the fellowship we have at home as a family is the first model of the transgenerational church. How many of us back at home, if there's going to be a devotion, you separate the children to be in another room um, so that they can be taught a different lesson of Bible stories and then the adults sit in a different room so that they can be taught deeper truths. No, it doesn't happen. We sit together as family, as one body, and then the word is taught. People learn, the younger ones learn, and that is how God reaches out to them. Why do we then do that when we come to the gathering of the church? And so this is my case, because it is important that when a member, when a child is growing up and is able to keep hearing God's word, there is going to be a connection that will surprise you. I go to my second point, you know, in this case for the transgenerational church. Spiritual growth does not use curriculum. We need to understand that when we talk about the spirit of Christ in man, it doesn't use curriculum to understand. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians that I pray that the eye of your understanding be enlightened. Now, every spiritual Christian, every Christian, you know, grows by the enlightening of the eye of his and her understanding. It doesn't come by curriculum, you know. So the Lord Jesus Christ will is the one that will enumulate our heart and it can come at any age at all. And so let's not deprive the children that understanding, that engagement and spiritual growth that they can have, you know, that comes from the Lord, irrespective of their age. Now, um, uh, what I have seen is that a lot of times we have reduced them to the story of Moses crossing the Red Sea, uh, Cain offering sacrifice that is not accepted, Abraham, and, and it's left there for many years. That is what they just do, you know, there uh, in the Sunday school or children uh, class back in the larger church. Now, let me just say something that can help us understand that the transgenerational church is very key and important. Have you seen a mother who has a baby? You know, uh, the mother just takes her baby and the baby cannot talk. But the mother keeps talking to the baby. The baby is seemingly thought that the baby is not understanding the mother. But whatever the mother is saying, the baby is absorbing. The baby is sorting out. And, and, and parents, mothers especially, just keep talking. Hello, say, Daddy, Mommy, you are welcome. You know, they even tell them stories sometimes. They just speak into the air. But one day, one day, that mother will be doing something and the child will speak up and say something the mother has been saying for a long time. That's what it means for a the eye of your understanding to be enlightened. When you keep teaching the truth, 
Don't, don't bother that these are children, that they are not understanding, that they are not hearing you. It's the spirit in them that is hearing you. And one day it quickens that child. It brings that child forth. And you find out that a small boy, a small girl that has been fed with the word of God, deep truths, will just get an enlightenment and things just change with a snap. It's important that we key into this and understand that is how spiritual growth comes. It doesn't come by curriculum. No, we are going to teach you how Joseph ran away from home. And then we're, the next story you need to know is how um, uh, uh, the children of Israel left Egypt. And then the next, you know, like trying to put lessons in pockets or in cubes for, for, for people to learn one after the other. In the spirit, there is nothing such as curriculum. God engages us irrespective of age and irrespective of portions of scripture. You don't understand Old Testament before New Testament or New Testament before Old Testament. The word of God is an integral knowledge. Now, let me also say that the psychologists have established in educational psychology, the youngest family member matures faster than every other sibling. Why? Because the youngest family member grows among adults. When you grow among people who are already past your age, who are already past your experience, you catch up with them faster. But when you grow, you know, and people uh, just look at you as the only child, you know, they try to pamper you. So most firstborns, you know, um, um, are, are likely not to grow faster in maturity than the younger ones. And, and this is psychologically proven, you know. And so when you allow the younger ones to engage in life together with older ones, the, the learning system, the learning process, you know, is hastened and it really gives a better picture. I want to also prove my case by mentioning something that happened in the 18th century. The fruit of the transgenerational church of the 18th century is one of my proof in this case for the transgenerational church. The churches in England, the churches in U.S., the churches outside of the shores of Nigeria as a country had practiced the transgenerational church in the 18th century. And what was the fruit that came out of it? We have seen that missionaries, missionaries that took up the challenge to leave America, to leave Europe and go to Africa and go to Asia in order to preach the gospel, most of them were at the age of 18, 20, 21. Why is that? This is because they have grown matured. They have understood the word. And when they took that decision, it wasn't as if they didn't know what they were doing. They were already Christians who believed and understood the Lord. At the age of 18, 19, 20, they took a decision to move into mission fields to go and preach the gospel. But how about today? You meet an 18-year-old, that is the time that some churches are graduating them from teenage to come to the adult church. You meet an 18-year-old um, boy or girl, and they are not sometimes able to even substantiate between their right and left spiritually. In fact, they are still stuck with how Moses crossed the Red Sea. And so my call is that the church should wake up and understand when you are teaching the word of God 
do not undermine the age of the person. Once the person has the spirit of God, it's the spirit that quickens and opens the, the spiritual eye of that person to understand scripture. It's not their age. And so, how can we bring a change and a transformation to this? I have three points that, in my own opinion, can help. You can develop, and, and I am absolute that the Lord will show you deeper and better ways to go around this. But let me just share uh, my suggestions of three points that can help you and help me to, to move forward. Whenever I am leading devotions in my family, with my children, I don't teach as if they are in kindergarten. I preach as if I am in a conference. I have been invited to an international conference and I am teaching to people who needed to hear the word of God. So I don't teach with levity or casualty or make light the word of God. No, in, at every time we are looking at the word of God, I teach with every sense of purpose and deep truths because it's not me that will convict them. It's the Holy Spirit in them. And then um, um, when they ask me questions, you know, I try to just give them more answers. And, and not only my children, when youths or people just ask me questions in scriptures, I try to give them more answers than they ask into deeper truths and help them. I, I have seen a few youths and I have seen my children just stay confused and not really understand some of the deep things I am sharing. But that's not mine to sort out. It's the Holy Spirit. I tell you, just let them go. Teach them, tell them the truth, and allow them go. I, I know pastors who are very scared, uh, believers who are saying, you know, there are certain things you don't tell people. There are certain things you don't teach them because if they understand it, they may not stand. Now, who told you that you are the one to make a Christian stand? Teach people the truth. The Bible says, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. It's the truth that helps people to understand the word of God. And that no human being can be able to sustain the life of another human being. It's God. It's the spirit in us. So teach them the truth that God has shown you and allow them. They may be confused. They may have more questions. They may just have, you know, a lot of things to think about. Allow them with the Holy Spirit. He, he sorts out everything and gathers them. After all, if you are standing in the Lord, why do you think they will fall if they have the Holy Spirit? The same way the Holy Spirit is keeping you is the way he will keep them. And lastly, I would like to also suggest that most times, uh, not every time, but most times I try my best and insist when I go to church to sit together with my children uh, in church. Because uh, the children, when you sit with them, you are able to calm them, you know, teach them respect, teach them that you are in a, a, a place that they need to be quiet, they need to uh, be attentive, you know. And, and, and I try to put that discipline in them. And, and so we sit together, hear the same message. And when we go back, we're able to start deliberating and asking each other questions. What did you hear? How do you understand it? And, and, and things like that. So that is how growth comes. So I insist when I go to the congregational church to worship, to sit together with my children, you know, and not separate them and leave them to Sunday school. Uh, but, but once in a while, I bow to that because of the system that is already uh, existed. But I just thought, you know, if we begin that way, it's going to help because it's, it's really pathetic that a family can come to church early with their children, come and sit down, you know, 
and then after a while you know the ushers come and say uh, you children get up go to sunday school go let adults uh, come to hear the word of god and and the children hear the word of who okay uh, it, it's really um disheartening that we are sending the children away remember even christ you know say do not let them go bring these children to me and uh, uh because the kingdom of heaven is even theirs all right now uh, these are a few things that i have been able to come up with i know you may uh have better insights deeper um solutions to this um please feel free to share and feel free to uh, apply them uh, i only set the stage rolling so that we can all think together and uh, be able to bring the kingdom of god uh here on earth this is touching life 247 with dr abraham h gaga i am your, your regular host I love you and you know that. Until I come your way again, stay blessed and impact your community, your your sphere of influence as God will want it. God bless you.